This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Bill Ryder with you. Thanks for being here. We've been talking, of course, all things NFC, AFC championship games. But now it's time to do it from a, not just a gambling perspective, but the perspective of one of my favorite people in the business, as you know, if you listen to the show, we have Nick Costos on every single Friday because he's great at his job and because he's a great guy. It's a pretty rare combo in this business. He is the host of You Better You Bet. He is Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, and Insider Calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Nick's incredible analysis. Just search. It's easy. You Bet wherever you find your podcast. Good morning, Mr. Costos. Bill, what's going on, man? Uh, happy hey, Football Friday. Only three games left in the season. Let's get after it. Let's go. All right, let me start here. Um, based on the movement you've seen, or haven't seen, but we've seen from the line in that AFC Championship game, is there anything you can deduce about what you think Vegas knows or thinks it knows about, about the state of Mahomes' ankle? Well, I, I would say, like, just first off, I think Vegas knows absolutely nothing. I think, like, betters will know and will tell Las Vegas, like, hey, hey, Vegas, like, here's what your number should be. Like, I saw some, like, uh, some odds makers being like, yeah, like, I think the number should would be Kansas City six and a half if Mahomes is healthy. Oh, really? Like, that's what you think? Great. You would put that number up and it would get obliterated in five seconds and then, like, and Kansas City would not be a six and a half point favorite anymore. So I think, Bill, like, this is just my read on it. Early in the week when Cincinnati was a two-and-a-half-point favorite, I thought like that was totally fair. I thought it was fine. You know, we had incomplete information about Patrick Mahomes' ankle injury at that point. So Cincinnati being favored, not a surprise. It went up to Cincinnati minus two-and-a-half, totally fine. It was never, ever, ever going to be Cincinnati minus three because if it had been, Kansas City would have been bet immediately from there. Now, I know that, like, a lot of, like, sports books, social media accounts and, like, people that think they know what they're talking about about sports betting will do, oh, my God, like, Cincinnati was a one-point favorite, and now Kansas City's a one-point favorite. Oh, my God, the odds makers have made a switch. It's like, no, they didn't. Like, betters are betting Kansas City. And also, it's like the same bet. It's pick the winner of the game. So, in a game with a total this high also, like, we may hit 50 by the time it's all said and done, by the time kickoff happens. Like, Cincinnati minus two and a half and Kansas City minus one are both basically, like, pick the winner of the game. So, it's, it's, it, that's really what it comes down to. And Kansas City is a small favorite right now, about minus one and a half. And the reason for that, obviously, is that Mahomes full practice on Wednesday, Mahomes full practice on Thursday. Now, I think, Bill, it is a very, very, very tough game to predict before the fact, right? I kind of like Kansas City. What I will go off of is, in 2019, Patrick Mahomes suffered a high ankle sprain in week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Andy Reid has said that this high ankle sprain is not as bad as that one. In week two, 
He threw for 443 yards against the Raiders in week three in the first Patrick Mahomes-Lamar Jackson duel with the Chiefs and the Ravens. 373 passing yards. So I think, like, Mahomes is going to be good to go from, like, a throwing the football perspective, like, no question about it. The question is just kind of, like, his mobility. So I think Kansas City's a cheap price here if Mahomes is going to be close to 100%. But, like, what happens if on the first drive of the game, like, Mahomes takes the snap and goes to, like, hand it off, and he's, like, a little gimpy. Like, you're not going to feel good about your Kansas City bet. So, like, I'll have a small bet on Kansas City pregame, Bill, but I think this is, like, a live betting game where the game starts. Like, let's say Mahomes scrambles for four yards on the first play and, like, he looks relatively decent. Like, Kansas City is going to be a bargain at this price. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to win for sure. Just that if Mahomes were fully healthy, Kansas City's a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Like, they're favored by more than three points. What's holding it down is the concern about the ankle. If he looks good, it's going to be a bargain. If I had to bet the game in advance, Bill, I would bet the Chiefs. Nick Cazos, I love that answer for so many reasons, and one of them is, and you've, this has been something you're consistent on, your belief that Vegas doesn't know squat, the betters do, and to that point, very, very, very small anecdote, I, I can't remember when this was, a few years ago, I spent three months of my life in Vegas, there all the time for a work thing, and I was hanging out with some guys that set lines, and I was hanging out with some, some owners, I know the Maloofs pretty well from their NBA days, and I got moved into some circles of people who real, who gamble for a living or in the gambling industry, and there was a guy, I won't say who, probably nobody knows him, who used to set lines at one of the main casinos, and I asked about him, because we all knew him in common, and they said, he's an idiot, he doesn't know what he's doing, and someone else said, all the people who set those numbers don't know what they're doing. To your point, Nick, because most of right, most of the amateurs out there, people like me, just like oh, Vegas knows. But but that is the belief in Vegas too, largely that it isn't the the, the guys that set the odds who know what's going on. It's the it's the the actual sharp betters out there, which is an interesting way to to like reevaluate how you play all these games, how you look at all these things. Yes, I can give you like just like a, an anecdote about this. So like betters will get information before sports books do, right? I, sometimes like like I, I, and this is not to be like look at how great I am. I am like probably the 500th person that got this particular piece of information. Like I knew that Derek Carr was getting benched by the Raiders, like probably like a day before, like it was announced by Adam Schefter on ESPN or that like Josh Allen's elbow was hurt or Justin Herbert was like not going to play, but then he did play against the Jaguars. Like betters will get information. So here would be my question to people. If Vegas knows, then why was I able to bet? And, And San Francisco didn't cover in the game. It doesn't matter though. Like, that game went to overtime against the Raiders in Week 17. The San Francisco won by three. Like, if Vegas knows, why was I able to bet San Francisco minus five and a half? Like, if Vegas knows, why was I able to bet Buffalo minus nine? And Buffalo didn't cover either. Again, not the point. The point is, if Vegas knew, like, I wouldn't be able to bet San Francisco five and a half. They would move it to nine, which is what it closed at, right? Like, so Vegas doesn't know. Here's another thing to consider. Early in the week, limits are low. Like, why is that, right? So a sports book, let's say, puts a number up. Let's say it's two and a half on Sunday night. And over the course of the next, like, two days, like, bettors, smart people that bet early in the week, that, like, know what they're doing, will bet on a game and move the number. And then sports books, once they feel like their number is good enough later in the week, then the limits raise. And people can bet a ton of money now onto it that you can't bet earlier in the week. So it's basically like, here's my, my crappy number. Tell me what the number should be, and now this will be the number moving forward. So, like, the idea that Vegas knows is, like, not only asinine, it's, like, in, it's flat-out incorrect. Like, they don't know. Like, the betters know. The betters say to them, your number's wrong. Here's where, what it should be. And it doesn't mean that the betters are going to win. It just means that, like, the sportsbook is waiting for, like, betters to tell them what the number of the game should be.
and then they move it correspondingly. Nick Costos, in the parade of options that we have in betting on these games, what else are you are you looking at sizing up for for, uh, for Chiefs Bengals? Yeah, uh, I again like difficult game. Just prop wise, oh, I'll give a thought on the total, and then I'll give a couple prop thoughts. So, like, if you're out there listening and you agree with me, and you think that you know Mahomes is likely to be like better than we expect, and like not not full strength, but like let's say like pretty close to it, uh, you have to bet the over in the game. It's Mahomes and Burrow. The total starts with a four. Now, like, there are ways that the game goes under, like, organically, like turnovers, whatever. And Arumo's defense is incredible. Burrow's offensive line falls apart, like, against Kansas City's pass rush. Of course, that can happen. Just that, like, the total feels a little short, doesn't it, right? If Mahomes and Burrow are both going to be, like, close to full strength. So I think if you really like Kansas City in the game, I think it correlates towards, like, a play on the over. And let's bet that now rather than later, right? Because I think it's only going to keep going up. It was 47. Now it's sitting at 48. Prop-wise in this game, um, I I really like Kadarius Toney. He's the one that I feel best about for the Chiefs. Uh, we bet his over last week. He went over like towards the end of the game. Probably lucky to cash that bet, honestly. But he's so good, and his role with Kansas City grows by the week. I, I think he's kind of like the receiver that's most like the most dependable receiver on this team. And that might sound crazy, but like who's more dependable? Like Juju Smith-Schuster? I don't think so. I think Tony's the best. So I'd go Tony over receiving yards. And then we bet Jarek McKinnon over rushing yards last week and it cashed towards the end of the game as well. Even if Mahomes is close to 100%, you would have to imagine there'll be a little more emphasis on the run game for Kansas City to protect Mahomes. And like Jarek McKinnon, they trust him. Now, Pacheco looked great last week, there's no question. But McKinnon, I think, is the guy that they really trust in the backfield. Rushing yards prop 27.5. I would go over Jarek McKinnon 27.5 rushing yards. I love it. Nick Costos here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder. Happy Friday at CBS Sports Radio. All right, Nick, on the other side of the equation, let's just, let's just start here. When you, know, we, when you look at all the things you know about the game on the NFC side, do you like Philadelphia or do you like the Niners, just in terms of who you think is going to actually win this football game before we get into where you're putting your money and where we can too? Um, I, I haven't heard like one person um, that I trust or respect Make a case this week for San Francisco. Everyone likes Philly. Uh, I like San Francisco a little bit, but uh, I do too. I, I wanna, yeah, yeah I do too. I, and I want to wait for I want to wait for plus three. Like, let's have a, a betting market conversation, Bill, because like I can give you my opinion on the game. These games are all like bet your opinion games. Like, my opinion could be wrong. I was wrong a bunch last weekend. Like, I'm not a fortune teller, right? But I, I think I know where the betting market's going, and I think that can present us with opportunities to make bets. Like, this game is going to go to three. Like, it's going to go to three for Philadelphia. I don't think there's any question about it. Like, there's nothing that can happen, San Francisco injury-wise, that's going to cause people to be like, oh, my God, I need to bet the Niners. Like, McCaffrey didn't practice the last two days. Also, he told reporters and Kyle Shanahan told reporters, like, he's playing on Sunday. So, like, I guess if he doesn't practice again today, they'll be like, and he's a game-time decision, there'll be some worry. But, like, they are saying that McCaffrey is going to play on Sunday. So like, there's nothing that's going to happen unless like betters are organically interested in San Francisco and they haven't been to this point in the week. Maybe it happens on Sunday, whereas there's a ton of interest in the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Eagles have a clean injury report. This number has been close to hitting three basically the entire week, like a juiced two and a half on Philadelphia. Uh, I have seen some threes start to hit the board this morning. So if you're out there right now, and you like Philly, and Bill, we can have a conversation as to why you and I like San Francisco in the game in a second, but if people like Philly... I would look to bet a two and a half sooner rather than later. And if you like San Francisco, wait for the three. Like you lose nothing by waiting for three. Either it stays at two and a half and you bet two and a half if you like the Niners, or it goes down to two, let's say, and it's the same exact bet basically. The game is very unlikely to land two or one. 
So that would be my advice. If you like the Eagles, bet it now. If you like San Francisco, you lose nothing by waiting. And we can talk about, Bill, like how we see the game playing at now, if you'd like. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, so, so you, you sort of lean a little bit towards San Francisco, and, and I do too. How does that translate for you, Nick, into some, um, some props or the total or just other bets that you think are, are worth taking a look at for folks that are listening? Sure. I think the on-field handicap for this game is, is kind of straightforward like offense versus defense, area of attack. Now, remember I came on last week and we talked about how the Giants were going to be completely unable to attack Philadelphia on the perimeter, right, because of Slay and Bradbury. They're excellent, like, boundary cornerbacks. Now, I don't think San Francisco can necessarily attack the boundary, like with Brock Purdy throwing the football and with their perimeter receivers. But where the Giants really couldn't make any hay, because they're, they're not as talented as San Francisco, is hitting Philadelphia over the middle of the field. Like, Philly's GM, Howie Roseman, is a brilliant team builder, has the ring, might win another, it's certainly possible. But, like, they de-emphasize the off-ball linebacker and the safety position, which enables you to get beat over the middle of the field, right? And San Francisco has that in spades. Debo, Kittle, like McCaffrey, even not at full strength, McCaffrey's better than a lot of running backs coming out of the backfield. So I think if you like San Francisco and you think the Niners can have offensive success, I think Kittle's probably the best bet to go over receiving yards. Like stud over the middle of the field, the Eagles absolutely have no one that can cover him at either the linebacker or safety position. It is just not happening. So I think Kittle can definitely have a big game. And on the flip side, you know, Philadelphia was able basically to roll out of bed last Saturday night and run for a million yards against the Giants who posed no resistance. Like, that is not happening. Like, that is not happening against the San Francisco defense and the San Francisco run front. The way to have the Niners secondary is over the top, right, to beat, to beat them deep. Now, Dak played so poorly last week and threw a couple really bad interceptions and had open wide receivers and just, like, brain farted for 60 minutes, basically, in the Bay Area last week. So the question is, like, can Jalen Hurts beat this team deep? He's got the receivers to do it with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. So if you think the Eagles are going to score a lot in this game, like, it's not going to be Miles Sanders running for 120 yards. Like, I like Miles Sanders rushing under. I like Jalen Hurts' rushing under. It would be, like, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith would be the two guys I would look at. Brown is obviously the alpha. I would probably go A.J. Brown over receiving yards. But I think, Bill, those are the avenues of attack. The, the players you want to look at for overs. And as far as unders go, give me under on McCaffrey rushing yards with the calf injury. Give me under on Miles Sanders rushing yards because I don't think Philadelphia is going to try to run the ball a ton in this game. We are on the exact same page. He is Nick Costos, and he's the absolute best in the business. Buddy, I love everything about this. I, I've loved having you on every Friday. And when we are in Phoenix in a couple of weeks, I know you're busy, I'm busy, but one of those nights I'm, I'm buying you a beer. It's just set, it's done, they're on me. I am looking forward to it, my friend. Thank you very much. I uh, wish everybody minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Let's get it this weekend. Let's get it. Nick Costos, host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Remember, insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. That's funny because I was, I was, you know, this is always true when you have a guest on, especially a buddy, where, where, where he's basically saying your opinion is stupid, but he doesn't know that's your opinion, so you have to circle back like, oh, yeah. But no, he's like, hey. Everybody I trust, not a single smart person, thinks the night, but I do. And I'm like, me too. We can be, we can be idiots together. And D-Cell. I was getting real nervous there that he was yeah, you, were. Uh, you know, saying that we weren't smart for, uh, for like in San Francisco. I was getting, I was starting to sweat. I mean, that's, but what he said is, 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 exact, is exactly right. I mean, if, you, if that Eagles offense is going to put up enough points, because I, I do think the Niners are going to be effective to a degree, they're going to do it with Jalen Hurts having to throw the football a lot more often with a lot less balance to make that make that a little more comfortable than, than he has done over the course of the year. He can do it. 
I'm not sure he's going to, and I'm not sure that it isn't going to be. We talk a lot about Purdy. We should. We talk a lot about Hurts. We should. I still think there's a real chance that maybe Nick Bosa is going to be the most important factor on that football field. All right, 855-212-4CBS if you want to call us. Tom, I didn't ask you earlier. That is selfish of me. I am sorry. I know you want to rename this segment, even though it's only a segment, the Tom DeCelestino Show. It doesn't really make sense. Um, we're not even going to rename the segment, but it is your segment. It's by yourself. What, um, you know, be, be a, be a, what do they call these things? A sommelier? Sommelier, where they come over like, I make up things about wine, and it tastes like uh, the harvest of the pumpkins. Can you be the psalm of this segment and describe for me its its notes and scents? I am not sophisticated enough to have any idea what you're talking about. I'm going to use an acronym here because I know you love it so much. It's a TGIF edition of Buy or Sell. We're keeping oh, it really on. simple here. Really simple. I'm not smart enough to give you all these fancy words. It's Friday. TG. Let's lean into the Friday energy. It's a thank God it's Friday. What is this? Full House? The, the, don't start the knocking Full House. That show is dumb. What? Yeah, I don't like it. Do not ruin my Friday, please. Dumb's a little shot. I got to recompose myself now. You should watch Poker Face instead. I've only seen two-thirds of one episode, but you should commit your entire uh, viewing habits around it. Let's do a TGIF version of uh, of uh, Buy or Sell. It's a full house of sports topics and a take on each one next year on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. I love this song. Also, it's named aptly Arizona, where the Super Bowl is going to be. If you were to, I don't know, go to it, get on the road to it, say, and drive there, this would be a perfect song. It's where you're heading. What's up, Tom? This NFL postseason, every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free on the road. Yeah, to Super Bowl 57. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by Asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free. And get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. When um when Lori was pregnant with Madeline, three weeks before Madeline was born, before Kings of Leon blew up, remember they had that moment where they were on the cover of Rolling Stone, they played big venues. We saw them in a tiny little 300-person venue and I like to say that it was Madeline's first concert. But I guess that, I mean, she could hear it, right? Maybe? Probably not. Three weeks before birth? Yeah, you can hear that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Andrew, what was your first concert? <sighs> I'm prepared for the backlash. New Kids on the Block. Jones Beach Amphitheater, <laughs> Long Island, New York. Proudly there. I mean, I- I can't judge you. I was either Kenny Loggins or Gin Blossoms in Dubuque, Iowa. Like, it's, Oof. you know. Yeah. Can't remember which one came first. Did you want to go to both Thunderfest. of them? Yeah. Well, yeah. I would go I would go today. I think it was Thunderfest. Thunder? Thunder, 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 thunderfest. Um, that's a Thundercats reference there, uh, Tommy. Uh, can we disagree that, that Full House was, was super overrated? Don't do this. Don't go there. Please, do not ruin my Friday. I'm begging you. Don't do this. Bogus, please help me out here. Why are we doing this? Because I said it was a TGIF edition of Buy or Sell, leaning into the Friday energy. Full House was a part of TGIF programming. I said, what is this, Full House? Yeah. And then he got really upset. 
Yeah, he, as he should. Enough. Like, listen, peanut butter and jelly, full house. Just leave them alone, okay? <laughs> just sit something out. <laughs> you, come on, dude. Full house is a good show. That's where you're going? I mean, yes. it's not Breaking Bad, but when you're in your teen years, it's a great show. It's wholesome. It's funny. There's laugh tracks. <laughs> right. Just enjoy it. Can you imagine John Stamos and as the Breaking Bad character? <laughs> oh, so good. Dave Cleary right. telling bad jokes in front of <laughs> meth dealers. That guy was such a dirty comedian too. Like yeah. as a comedian, Saget too was like Saget cursed a lot. Yeah, Saget. Yeah, yeah. All right. Full House. What a magical show. Let's do by yourself. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, right off the bat here, Bogus, settle in. I got a story to tell here for number one. <laughs> the Boston Herald published a piece yesterday that details the dysfunction that took place this past season for the New England Patriots. We know the biggest storyline surrounding the team was Bill Belichick not naming an, an offensive coordinator and having defensive-minded Matt Patricia call the plays and named Joe Judge as the quarterback's coach. Now, how ugly did it get between Joe Judge and quarterback Mac Jones? Quote, it wasn't uncommon for Judge and Jones to trade profanity-laced outburst. Jones' trust in the position coach was effectively non-existent. Mac didn't like him at all, end quote, one source said. Quote, Judge would speak extra loudly in meetings trying to project like he was the guy and I think that kind of rubbed people the wrong way, end quote. Another source added, I love Belichick, but he bleeped us, end quote. Buy or sell that hiring Bill O'Brien as the new OC will fix all these problems with the Patriots. What a crazy amount of dysfunction, by the way. I will, I'll buy, a tentative buy. Buy. It's hard to know when you go back and when it's been that long. But I was impressed by Bill O'Brien 10 years ago. I think his career has been impressive, even if he hit, like a lot of people do, his, you know, you rise to your, it's harsh, but you rise to your level of incompetence. You know, that's a thing. I, I think as an offensive coordinator, he could be very effective. Now, of uh, course. By the way, I got, like, oh, I got a little update. Oh, I'm sorry, are we still doing this one? No, I was just, just, just going to give you a counter here. Now, of course, the Boston God, Herald did not, you know, name source. We don't know if it was players. We don't know if it was front office stuff. We don't know who this was, but. Other than your buddy Seth Wickersham, these kinds of quotes from sources usually don't get out when it, when you're talking about Bill Belichick and the Patriots. And it's the Boston Herald, not the Boston Globe, and I hate to disparage journalists because I've done that job. I do that job. It, it, but I've been you know making the rounds this week talking to a bunch of NBA sources, and it's interesting. I went out with somebody a few days ago, and they're like, the only reason I you – know, I mean, you, you, this could be a lie, but it's not. They're like, the only reason I agreed to hang out with you is because they're like, you're not a liar. I don't know the person that well. And he sort of went through, like, who he, how, you know. There are people that are full of crap, right? I don't know who the Boston Herald reporter is, but usually beat people are really reliable because they got to go back. If you if you screw someone, they won't talk to you, right? So it's, I got to think this is on pretty solid. People in that organization know if it's true or not, right? And so if it's not true, that's what makes people mad. It's not bad press. It's It's people that lie. So I gotta think it's probably accurate. Um, I've been nominated for for uh, for bum of the week here Ooh, do by tell. Um, Matt Rashford. Uh, uh, I have to nominate Bill for 
uh, bum of the oh he went bum of the year. We're not there down. yet. We're not there yet for my full house take. Yes, fair. And he tagged full house like they actually have a so just there you go. I've been nominated. You know, I, I second you know? that nomination. How many episodes? Wow. How many episodes wow. of Fuller House have you seen? Zero. Come on, man. I'm wa- I'm waiting for Fullest House. Okay, that's probably in the works. Have you seen Fuller? Is it? Of course, I have. Yeah. Probably not every episode. Like D Cell seems to have seen at least twice, but I've seen most of them. Yeah, I think you're full of something bogus, but that ain't a house. You know what I'm full of? Wholesomeness. Bye. Oh. And family oh. good times. Oh. Our friendship oh, is back on, Bogus. Back on. Here we are again. All right. Let's get back oh, to the good. NFL here. America's team, Bill. For mm. a second offseason in a row, Dan Quinn will return to the Dallas Cowboys as defensive coordinator next year, bypassing potential head coaching opportunities. Now, as far as the head coach in Dallas is concerned, Mike McCarthy, he feels he's in a great place moving forward with owner Jerry Jones. As far as my relationship with Jerry, you know, um, just using his word, we're, 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 in a, we're in an excellent spot. You know, he's uh, the partnership that we have, he's, he's excited about. Um, he told me a number of times this, you know, this week that he wants me to coach here as long as Coach Landry did. And I said, okay, you know, you know that's, that's a long time. But, uh, you know, so, but, um, you know, yeah, I, I feel really good about uh, our relationship. Now, you could clearly hear the laughing from the pool of reporters. Uh, and me. Just as a reminder, Tom Landry was the head coach in Dallas for, oh, 29 seasons. So that's why that garnered some do, do, laughter. Should we tell him or should we let somebody else tell Mike that Jerry was lying to him? Who, who wants to break it to him? I don't want to be that guy. Oh, okay. I, I don't think he was lying. I I think, I think that's the problem. I think Jerry oh, would love Mike McCarthy. To be, thinks that Mike McCarthy would be there for three decades. That's the problem. Here's my counterthought. I think one of the reasons that Dan Quinn didn't take another job, I think part of it is there's better jobs next year, but I, I wouldn't put it past Jerry to slip a little, hey, if things go badly the first few weeks, you're the guy. Well, keep that energy. <gasps> Buyers sell that Dan Quinn is returning to the Cowboys because he feels, as you just mentioned, that Ooh. he's in line to be the next head coach. Get out of my head. Bye. What are you Bye. doing in there, Tommy? I don't. I don't know if it's look, scarier for you or scarier for me. But what about Sean Payton? I thought he was going back to TV, so the Dallas job opened next year. He'd get that. What's going on here? May, maybe, but you gotta have an interim when when Mike gets fired. You know, week four, and then Danny Boy gets to put it. You know, try it on for size. Mm. See how it goes. Bogus. You brought up Sean Payton, so let's go there. With it <gasps> becoming get out of Andrew's on. head. What universe is this? With it becoming less likely that he will be the next head coach of the Denver Broncos, even after reports that quarterback Russell Wilson reached out to him directly, D'Amico Ryan's has emerged as the leading candidate in Denver. D'Amico, of course, will be coaching on Sunday as he's currently the DC for the San Francisco 49ers. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell pairing Russell Wilson with a defensive-minded coach like D'Amico Ryans? I mean, we had this conversation about someone else, right? But who's the offensive coordinator he's bringing with him? That's such a, and can you fix? I mean, I'll buy that it can work. Buy. I, I mean, I don't think it matters whether it's an offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator gets that job. I do think it matters if they have a miracle worker they can bring with them when they go. 
Do either of you, Andrew, do you, are you like feeling, you know, full house-ish enough in your heart that you want to make a case that, that there is a scenario where Russell Wilson is, is, is salvageable? Because I don't think I have it in me. Oof. Salvageable to the extent that he's not as bad as he was top 10 this quarterback. season? No. He's a top. No. He's, he's washed. No. I mean, no, because you've, you've got like six easy ones right away. Yep. And they're all young. Here's and my standard. Better Rogers, than Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott in the regular season. Uh, I think they all live in the same neighborhood. So I, I wouldn't separate them. But what they're not is Burrow, Allen, Hurts, uh, Mahomes. Mahomes, Herbert. Am I missing anybody else? Trevor Lawrence is coming. I mean, I'd, sure, yeah, but that's like more of a projection thing. Like, I'd obviously rather have Trevor Lawrence than Russell Wilson right now. But, like, I think Russell, Kirk Cousins, Dak are... What about Justin Fields? Like, if you drop Justin Fields under that Eagles team, it's isn't not he? not enough. Not enough time yet. And Trey Lance, there? obviously. Russ is not Trey Lance. We know that. Right, no, Trey. Trey. Um, have they gotten his... He's the first player ever inducted into the Hall of Fame while he's still playing, right? That's... That's the rumor. It's not been confirmed yet. We'll find out the Thursday before the Super Bowl. I know that they want to induct him ahead of Brady because, as Diesel pointed out, uh, he's better. Bill, you will be the first one that I inform of his induction. Thank you. I will make you're still, sure. You're still running a point on it? Absolutely. I love that. Make the president. Hey, that happens in a couple weeks. The, all the voters gather, and then the are you going to go in and like make the case for Trey? <laughs> You know they asked me to, but I, you know, I don't want to overstep. I don't want to be too much. But I still have time we, to decide. Do you love him so much that it's Lance a lot? That doesn't make sense. Guys, want to get there, guys, Sir Lance a lot. Tom Brady did not play well this season. Can we at least admit that? Like that was a real thing that happened. So you got to ease up on me just a little bit. A we little are. bit. We're we're leaning into it. Yeah, we're putting him in the Hall of Fame. But yeah. What am I missing here? Sir Lancelot. All right, you know what? Hoopier than you. Let's talk some yeah. NBA here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, below the belt. Let's go, it. Farmer John. <laughs> Touche. LeBron and Giannis were voted all-star team captains as the all-star game, as you know, next month in Utah. Joining LeBron as starters in the West, Zion Williamson, Nikola Jokic, Steph Curry, and Luka Doncic, while over in the Eastern Conference, Giannis, Kevin Durant, your buddy Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum, and Cleveland's Donovan Mitchell. Buy or sell these all-star games starting lineups. Well, I could be wrong, hoopier than who, nobody, because I'm supposed to be an NBA insider on this. I hate the all-star game so much that I drown it out. But I don't think those other starting lineups, don't, they're still the draft, right? They're still going to yeah, the live draft. They're doing this like right before tip-off. So while these are right. named it's the weird. starters, they're not actually right. going to be the starting no, lineup. No, 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 no. Well, they will be the starters. They will not be grouped by East versus West. Right, when they get, right. wherever they get picked. Yes. Right, right. Did, is Kyrie a starter? Did yes. I see that? The Nets are the only That's team with I two starters. That's why I just closed it. That's why I just, I was like, this is so dumb. It's so dumb. And I... I vote for this thing. I probably shouldn't say it's so dumb all the time on the radio because they'll stop letting me vote, but it's dumb. I want to like the All-Star game. Do you guys like the All-Star game? Maybe I don't like it because I don't like going to it and covering it. NBA used to be my absolute favorite one. The best of the best. Now it's an absolute joke just like the rest of them. I mean, putting Kyrie Irving and Kevin... I mean, Durant I kind of get. I, I didn't vote for him. But, like, putting Kyrie Irving, putting two guys from a bad Nets team 
I mean, give me a give me a break, man. I mean, what a joke. Technically, like record speaking, they're still not terrible. They're not amazing, though. No, I, I mean, mean they didn't continue that pace of winning eighteen out of twenty. Do we think all stars a weird term though? Like, is it because everyone there's a star? They're all stars. That's where that comes from. You'd have to ask George Mike, and I don't know. All stars. We're all stars. I don't. I sure. Is that a Moby song? Why you should rather watch some Full House as opposed to <laughs> pondering where All Star came from. By the way, you should watch Poker Face on Peacock. It's great. No, he I has watched two thirds. Yeah, he has no idea if it's good. He hasn't even finished the first episode yet. I got too uh, much to watch right now. No, thank you. You're gonna like it. It's the gal from uh, Russian Doll, which I've seen some of on Netflix. I'll watch it later. Right now, it's voting season. You got to watch your SAG award nominated films and TV shows to be. A... I haven't gotten mine. Did you get yours? Of course, I did. When do they come? Well, you probably are getting only emails and digital streamers. I don't know if you're going to get discs anymore. That might be Any why you're missing ones? it. Yeah, it's all the good ones. That's how I'm watching uh, everywhere, all the time, all at once. Whatever it's called. All right, I got. I got to get on that. I'm going home today. We got to do movie night. There you so go. Maybe we'll... And Henry's insisting we vote. He wants to vote. He wants my vote. So I guess we got to watch him. Yeah, you got to. All right. Good talk. All right. Let's squeeze in one last one here. We'll finish up with some soccer. Soccer. Really? Remember a couple weeks ago, we discussed the drama that surrounded the U.S. men's national team, Greg Berhalter, Gio Reyna, and Gio's parents. Mm -hmm. Well, the story has evolved a bit. Gio's dad, Claudio, has resigned from his role as Austin FC sporting director, and he will transition into an advisory role. I would have given you all the context in this story, but apparently context doesn't matter during buy or sell, so I shortened it up. Buy or sell, Claudio Reyna taking a step back. And then went long saying that. You might as well give us context. (laughs) (laughs) Buy or sell, Claudio Reyna taking a step back will help his son, Gio. Sell. I think what helps Gio is the fact that he's had two, you know, Howlers, two like crazy goals in his last two two games, two matches. Sucker! I'm not just saying this. It's one of the best questions you've ever done. It was it was so good. It was succinct. It was to the point. Personal. I loved it. Yeah. A little vindictive in the middle. Nice. You did. You had some energy. You brought yeah. some. You brought some anger energy. Okay. I liked it. That's what happens when you badmouth Full House. I can't control it. I just don't understand the appeal. I, I, there's not enough time left in the show to explain it to you. Is it one of them's the dad and the other it's his brothers, their uncles? Is that what's going on in the house? One uncle and one best friend. Come on. And the, so a dad, an uncle, a best friend. Yes. Yeah, Bob Saget's wife dies, and he's got three kids. So his brother-in-law and his best friend move in to help him raise the kids. Oh, that's pretty sweet, actually. Yeah. Yes, it's a very wholesome show that will make you feel good inside. Oh, I mean, and, and why he's an old-timer. Why did oh Aunt Becky? That was John Stamos. Stamos is uh, yeah. love interest. Lori Lachlan. She's a cutie, right? Yeah. I don't remember. And they're both but news why? anchors. They work together, right? There's a media they're, they're angle anchors. too. Yes, they're on Good Morning San Francisco. Absolutely. Are they married? No, 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 no. It's no. chemistry. Bob Saget's character and Aunt Becky are the TV personalities. Bob Saget's the sports guy, right? And he's got a love interest, even though his wife died. No, 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 no. She's with the, with John Stamos. Sorry. Okay. Okay. 
Come All on. I know about it is the Olsen twins didn't get to be on camera together because only one of them. Why would you just have twins in the show? Because they have laws for kids yeah. that young. Come on. This is like this is like day one stuff. You know I what? Don't know. You know what? Don't watch Full House. I'll check don't it out. Watch it. I'll check it out. I'm in. Yeah, you know what? We don't want you. Hoopier than you. No thanks. Replaced by Fullest House. <laughs> My new passion. <laughs> My new passion. Well, I might win, but we'll get some other names in there, too. Bum of the Week is coming up here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from the fullest house of them all. Andrew Bogus, what? You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Zone AutoZone, the in-get. Apply restrictions, road, the on, back at you end. You sure? Welcome back. Tom wants me to read stuff backwards now. Former uh is the Celestino Tom. You can't even make eye contact. <laughs> I can try though. This NFL postseason, every I'm gonna do it the right way. This NFL because the information is important. This NFL postseason, every Westwood One NFL uh, broadcast streams live and in the correct order for free. All on the road to Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Catch all the action several ways. Uh, the Odyssey app. On WestwoodOneSports.com via Westwood One Station Streams. You can ask Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, and it's all sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free, and you get back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. What's up, buddy? You good? I'm great. You are great. It's Friday. All right, let's see if I win. Let's do. Let's 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 just do bum of the week. Hallelujah, I'm a bum. All he's doing is a whole lot of damn nothing. I'm a bum. You rotten bum! I'm a bum. They're a bunch of bums. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. Who's the bum this week? Let's find out on Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. All right, so I'm I'm nominated. I got it. I'm nominated by Matt Rashford for my, uh, whatever, dislike or just questioning no, no, of Full it's House. Not whatever, it's... You taking down Full House. I didn't take it down. I just questioned your overwhelming, gushing affection for it. All right, I'm nominated. Fair enough. Um, there's some good candidates, though. Kyrie's nominated because he wants a, you know an extension. Wants all the money. Wants that max money. Ah, don't do it. I mean, you got to nominate Brandon Bean, right? GM of the defeated Buffalo Bills. It's not fair. I don't like the way the rules work. Stuart Kovacs walked in, and he nominated everybody who didn't hang out with me over my time in New York. That's not you. That's not Stu. That's not Trace. You know what? We're going to um, we're gonna just boil that down to Mike Samter because he actually wanted to hang on and just blew me off. I'm loving I mean, two Dad. of these nominations so far. Yeah. I'm really liking this. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you got to nominate Dak, right? Who am I forgetting? Anybody? Uh, Bill, can I go with Jim Ursay, Indianapolis Colts mm, owner, for bringing back Jeff Saturday for a second interview? What are we doing here? Why? What game are we playing? Je- this is a really tough one. Who are you leaning toward? Can I give you one more? Which I don't yeah. think will be the winner, but I think it's a necessary nomination. Get him on the list or her. Sure. Major League Baseball Hall of Fame voters voting in Scott Rowland. Nothing personal against Scott. He's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, not Scott, who's nominated. It's the people that put him in. Absolutely. 
All right. If you could, if you could nudge this thing in one direction, are you looking at me? You're looking at Samter? You're looking at Dak? I think I'm looking at Buffalo Bills GM Brandon Bean. Really? You can't say it. It's right. On some level, he's right. And I know he's asked a question, and he's got to give some sort of response. Mm. We all know that, Brandon. You don't have to point it out. We don't need the sour grapes. Wow, I was so ready to make myself bum of the week. I had the whole thing ready. But you know what, Tom? It's your world. I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut. And that means that Brandon Bean, you hot-winded over-complain, excuse-making, the world's against me, and it's not fair, child man. Welcome to the National Football League, where you don't get everything you want, and you play by the rules of the arena you're in. Stop your complaining, get it done next time when you did have your guy on a rookie deal, and grow the hell up. You're the bum of the week, bro. That's your bum of the week. I detest you! On Lighter Than You. I mean, I was ready to make it me. I was going to let you do that final, but I just, I didn't, look, I've been bummed of the week. I got a lot of bummed him in me. I get it. That's, you know, bummed him, recognizes bummed him. That's why I can do this segment, and it's such a coveted thing in the world of, you know, bumology. But today wasn't the day. Uh, we'll go runner-up today for you. Runner-up. I definitely, I was 100%, 100% the runner-up. Um, Got several hours before my flight, right? Got some time. I'm going to finish Poker Face on Peacock, and I'm going to finish the last 18 minutes, and I'm going to be able to tell you on Monday why I was right, and you should watch that, baby. That's what we're, that's what I got going on, Tom. So you're going to watch Poker Face. You're not going to listen to the Pointer Sisters for the 700th time this week. <laughs> That'll come when I move around the hotel, maybe get some lunch, get in the Uber, go to the airport. So oh, yeah, we are. Come on. Just... I mean, how do you not love this song? Even someone that can't dance like me has to dance when it plays. I'm dancing right now. And the enthusiasm? We might have to make this part of every Friday. Let's do it. Great energy. Great energy. These memories will last and last a long, long time, just like this show creates. Love everything about this. Boy, that's just fine. Oh, now we're done? Oh, now I do have to play the song. Have a great weekend. To the three of you still here, thanks for listening. I'm Bill Ryder. We appreciate you. We'll see you back here Monday on CBS Sports Radio. engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.